Bees Radio Network. Live coverage of Bees Home Games. The podcast. The podcast. The well, podcast. hello, hockey the fans, podcast. and welcome along to the Bees Radio Network. I'm Graham Bell, and joining me, as ever, as he will do throughout all our time together, is Mark Deller. Mark, how are you? Good evening, Graham. I'm well. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, we've just given the game away that we've recorded this in an evening. Because, of course, in podcast land, anybody can be listening to this at any point at all. But we're Good morning, to- good afternoon, and good evening. <laughs> We're just covering the whole world that will be listening to us. It is the middle of August and right around the corner from us is the start of a brand new hockey season and a brand new hockey season for the Bracknell Bees, which is extremely exciting. It's a brand new league this year as we return to a national format with the NIHL National. That's the name of the league, isn't it? NIHL National rather than one and two. That's it. The NIHL National. The the others have got their conference names, haven't we? We are the NIHL National. I like this. It's, it's, it's much more simpler. And hopefully for fans this year, you, there isn't a cacophony of cup competitions where you're trying to work out, is this a cup game? Is this an autumn trophy game? Is this a league game? It's going to be a lot simpler for everybody this season. I think in all the changes that's happened and a return to a National League format, that's one of the best things that's going to happen. It's going to be a lot simpler for fans to, to understand. There's 10 teams... In the league this season, five in the north, five in the south. Lots of familiar faces from the last few years with the likes of Swindon, the likes of uh, that lot down the M3 in Basingstoke with Peterborough. But also we're going to have the fun of some new faces in the league this season with Leeds. And uh, the also the delights of the Milton Keynes Lightning returning after their two-year foray into the Elite League. And then, of course, we've got to talk about one other team from the North who, who sadly ended the B season last year, that being the Hull Pirates, uh, who did go on and win the Final Four Championship in Coventry. And uh, we haven't, I mean, Mark and I, for those of you who joined us on the stream in Coventry, it was a, it was a great weekend, uh, I think it's fair to say, apart from the results. Well, I must say, for anyone that did join us on the stream in Coventry, I was very blasé about the final, wasn't I? This will be an easy win for the Peterborough Phantoms and uh, they will, you know, they'll collect an historic quadruple. Um, And I was wrong. Yeah, I've had... Well, but this is one of those things, I think everybody going into that weekend, I think maybe underestimated Hull. They had an amazing season in the Northern Conference, uh, winning titles and, and cups and, and, and really were a very good outfit up there not a lot at the back end in terms of net minding but a solid enough decor and an offensive potent threat that caused the problems when they needed to and the bees i mean didn't solve the problem on the saturday yes they were two nil up at the end of the first um but realistically at any point that game could have turned around and then on the Sunday against the, 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 the Phantoms, I think there was just an assumption from us to they're just going to walk over Hull. But Hull had exactly the right game plan. Peterborough Short did not fire in that game. It has to be said, they were nowhere near their best. Guys like Corey McEwen, who had had an outstanding season, just did not stand out at all. And maybe the weight of the likes of uh, the potential final game of Alesh Padalek's career, it was for about uh, two minutes and 50 seconds before he <laughs> yeah, came back yeah. out of retirement. I don't know if that just weighed on Peterborough and Hull turned up and delivered an outstanding performance to t- take home the silverware and be champions for summer. It was a great weekend performance from Hull, to be honest. Like, the Bees did go in 2-0 up on Saturday after the first period. And, you know, it was from there on, though, Hull kind of owned the whole weekend, didn't they? Obviously, they didn't play in the second semi-final, but they owned their part of the weekend. They came out, they turned around that game against the Bees, 40 solid minutes, leaving the Bees, sadly, with absolutely no answer to anything that the Hull tried nullifying the bees and then in the final 
Um, you know, Peterborough are a team that likes to get in the lead last year and then sit back and soak up the pressure. But Hull just denied them that opportunity. They were at them and at them and at them. But at the same time, the one potential weak link in Hull was that netminding. And Peterborough just didn't get to expose the netminder enough. So from Hull's point of view, it was a fantastic weekend. And I guess you could say that other than those first 20 minutes on Saturday, they looked after their one weak link, which was the only weak link in their team that we could see. And it was quite funny when uh, Ashley Smith was called upon in the uh, Pirates net. He did deliver. Yep. Uh, he got with that outstanding save in overtime where they went back up the other end and, and Bobby Chamberlain put the puck in the back of the net. Like, it it just came together at the right peak, but at the right time and the right place. Yes, and I think it's still an issue the Pirates will have this season. There will be those who will eye the back end as a way of getting into their troubles. Um, but if they're able to produce that uh, potent offensive threat, they're going to turn teams over. And that's where I'm going to see, you're going to see these two worlds collide this season. In the North, you have seen gunshot games. You've seen 7-4s, 7-5s, 8-9s, whatever. It's been real, I'm going to score one more than you. I'm going to play this offensive threat. Where in the South, there has still been a resemblance of, we're going to try and play a system. We're going to tr- we know how, you know how Peterborough are going to play. You know how Swindon play. You know how Doug sets up here in Bracknell. You know how Basingstoke play. These two worlds are going to collide along with the unknown quantities of what are the Lightning going to do? What are the Chiefs going to do? It's weird saying the Chiefs, but what are the Chiefs going to do? And you're going to see this great new league develop. And obviously there's been some talent leaving the league for obviously the commitments to players means that guys are going to step away. But I suspect you're going to see this real great young talent start coming through and shining because they're going to get the opportunities in this league. Well, I mean, you say about the difference between the North and the South. That was one thing I think that stood out for me was that going to Coventry and doing the the commentary with you, both you and I were kind of learning Hull and Sheffield as they played because we hadn't seen them. We weren't in that uh, initial cup competition. And that's going to be something we're not going to have this year because by the time the season gets going, we'll be meeting Hull, we'll be meeting Sheffield and we'll be meeting those northern teams and we'll get to know them as will the Southern coaches as well. And that's where that world's going to collide because for some of the Southern coaches who are going to be in this new National League, they'll be in the same boat that we were in that they haven't seen Hull or Sheffield play potentially since the end of the EPL or in some cases maybe longer than that. And it's going to be, as you say, that run and gun style of the North. Like, we're going to score, we're going to score, we'll score. Doesn't matter how many you score, we'll back ourselves to beat you against the more systematic, potentially lower scoring South and there is going to be that battle, isn't there? As the teams come together for the first time, obviously we'll know Swindon, we'll know Peterborough, we'll know Basingstoke. But as you come together with those teams from up north that you've not seen for a couple of years, it's about reacquainting yourself with how they play, nullifying, finding tactics that can nullify how they play, whilst also finding tactics that can attack their weaknesses. It's fascinating, isn't it? I mean, it's exciting. And uh, like since the demise of the EPL, the imperfect solution that was the NIHL 1 North and South, that has now come to its conclusion. There is a National League. Full credit to all the owners, full credit to the IHA, full credit to the League Management Committee for getting this back together because it's what it needs. It's those first steps to returning to a to bridging that gap between what is the top flight of hockey in the country in the Elite League to where we are in Bretnell here in the second tier at the NIHL1 national level. And I think 
there's going to be opportunities for players. There's going to be opportunities for for supporters to come. In. And as you say, there'll be supporters who have not faced a whole team in a couple of years. There'll be supporters who have never faced a Leeds team before. So it's a, I'm really looking forward to it. And I, I appreciate all hockey fans probably are sat here right now going, yeah, but you'll just say that. You're saying that because it's a new season. But it, there's something different about this year. And, and you, you look at... The way the team that Bracknell have built and Doug has put together, we have to remember we are a bees podcast. It's it's very exciting to see young, hungry players coming into this team, I think, because I think one of the challenges that hit the bees by the end of last season was a little bit of the legs. Uh, teams like Peterborough who just outskated us at times. Well, unfortunately, we did see that, didn't we, in the Southern final both at Bracknell and at Peterborough. Peterborough just had that tiny half a step on us, didn't they? And we saw that. And towards the end of the season, as you say, it was a a long season last year with uh, a number of games. And also we had key players missing at times through either injury or suspension. So there was a lot of burden on the top players to perform. And some of those, and with no disrespect at all, some of those more at the veteran stage of their career, you can imagine by end of March, April, the old legs are starting to go a little bit. And we did just see it, I think, at the start, um, starting to happen. Like, you know, Swindon. Nobody would have backed us to beat Swindon in the uh, the Southern semi-final. Everybody was backing Swindon to go on and face whoever it would be in the final. Turns out that we overturned Swindon, but it was just that little extra step, wasn't it? The slightly younger Phantoms team. And I know that's like hard to say when you've got, like say, Alish Padalek, who's just returning from retirement after a brief sabbatical. But you look at the Phantoms, they are quite a young, hardworking, fast-moving team. And this team that Doug has built this year is going to have, I would say, that you know that half a step that we were behind Peterborough in the finals weekend for the South and that half a step that undid us against Hull as well, that's going to be there this year. And I don't think you're going to see many teams that are going to come together and outskaters. Exactly that. And I think Doug must be ex- extremely delighted with where his summer recruitment has gone. Obviously, there are some faces who sadly have um, stepped away from the club. The likes of Vanya Antonov is an outstanding talent. You would like to see plug into that team on a full-time basis. He is going to be on a two-way contract. The likes of Sean Thompson as well. At the end of the day, he is a, a player in this league who you know can put up points. That you are going to see those players step away. But I do think that Doug has made exactly the right calls with what he's done so far. He's giving youth an opportunity. At the start of last season, Zach Milton was a guy who wasn't getting ice time with the Hornets. He came into the Bees. He developed under Doug. By the end of the season, I don't think it's unfair to say he was getting power play minutes and he was probably in the top seven or eight forwards in that team unheard of probably a couple of months before that that was going to be an opportunity for Zach. He took his opportunity. He's going to come into this season and be a better player. I think there's no doubt about that. And also it's a calling card to these other guys who are coming in, the likes of Louis Colvin, the likes of Ryan Webb. If you take your opportunity, you're going to get some great chances in this team. And I think that's that's the culture and the environment. Last year, we spoke a lot about changing the culture, building the environment. I think that's exactly it. And we have to remember, this is... Year one has happened. So much has changed at the club in one year. Now we move into year two and it's another year of transition and another year of building and developing that core. And I think that's the pathway we're on. Uh, And I I, I can understand there'll be some people who will look at it and go, 
yeah, it doesn't feel like it. You just have to look at things like the school zone, like the community clubs that are coming in, like the business club that have come on board, like all the sponsors that are on board, like the number of you who took advantage of the early bird season ticket package. It's a real opportunity right here in Bracknell right now. There's a lot of excitement. And I'm, I think some of you are going to be in for a very pleasant surprise if you haven't been to the Hive yet uh, this off season. You go into the club shop and you just see the gold, black and white all over the club shop. You'll walk into the rink. You'll see the investment that the John Knight Leisure Group are putting into the rink after all these years. And last year, one of the big things we got told was put up netting and put up scoreboards. We'll be happy. There's a lot more going on in there this season. I know the school zone are very excited with some of the stuff they're doing. I'm very excited about other little things, including like switching around the dressing rooms because it's going to make for better opportunities. It's really exciting to be part of this. And sure, it would have been nice at the end of last season to have had a bit of silverware in the hand. I don't think that mattered. Last year, the hearts and the minds and the souls of the club was refound, reborn and won. And backed by the supporters club, backed by the directors of the club, it's all going to drive forward in year two and onwards. Well, let's not forget the Bracknell Bees have been a fantastic name throughout the history of ice hockey. You know, they've competed at the very top level in this country. Not just competed, they've won at the very top level in this country. They've come down, they've been a successful EPL team, and then they've gone through some tougher times. And Doug has come in last year, and as you say, year one. There is now a fantastic schools programme in place, thanks to Doug and Gemma and Dave. We have a fantastic schools programme We have a great new groups program as well. A lot of groups were asking, can we join the schools program? And last year, we've encompassed those groups into the schools program. This year, we split them in that there is now a dedicated schools program and a dedicated groups program as well. So we're looking to reach out to the community, the local and indeed the wider community in and around Bracknell and say, look, this is what we do. Come and be a part of it. Come and watch it. And year one last year was very much a fresh starting point with an op- with a, a goal of striving to make the bees great once again, to recapture that history that saw the bees lifting an elite league title, you know, a, a super league title rather. And that is still there. A sleeping giant awakes was um, one of the things I heard said last year. And yeah, it would have been nice to go to Coventry and for Doug and the team to lift that trophy it wasn't to be last year, but let's not forget the first time in 10 years' time uh, that the Bees had got to Coventry. That can't be underestimated at all. And for some of those Bees players who'd remained loyal through those tougher times, for them, it was a great reward for their loyalty to the club. The fact that they got to pull on the uh, the gold, black and uh, white jersey of the Bracknell Bees in the playoffs and at Coventry. So, yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff going on within the club. And as you say, it's fantastic that the Knight Group are on board as well. The changes they've made, they've refurbished the cafeteria. Um, There's the the new seating around the arena as well. And that's on top of the netting that was put in last year. A lot of people were saying, I was certainly getting the emails. The emails that come through the website come to me. So um, I was getting a lot of those last year saying, can we sit upstairs again? Can we sit upstairs? And I was, you know, it's great delight to reply. Yeah, of course you can. They'll be netting in and all those seats are available to book. So that was one of the year one goals. And I think if we're fair to ourselves here as a bees podcast, you know, not blowing our own trumpet. When you look at the success of that schools program last year with the number of local schools and that school zone full 
on school zone nights and the number of groups as well, I think you could say that we probably exceeded our year one goals off the ice, certainly. And to get to Coventry is a great achievement for Doug in his first year at the club. Completely. Couldn't say about yourself. So how do you build on it in year two? I think that's the question a lot of people ask. And one of the things that you're probably wondering, why why is this podcast coming out? What is the Bees Radio Network? Well, there's a basic reason for this. Um, and I think between one of the other things, I mean, Mark really... Uh, revealing the cloak on the website there by saying he's the man who receives all the emails there. So you now know who, whenever you email the club, who you're speaking to. But um, one of the big things has always been live streaming uh, and the ability to to watch games online. And I appreciate there are other clubs across the NIHL who, who deliver this service and full credit to them, fantastic to do so. For me, um, my background as a professional is in this industry. I work for a business where we have launched the world's biggest sports streaming platform that is changing and revolutionizing the world of sport. And one of the big things I've learned from them is that it costs a lot of money to deliver a very good service. And that's the point for me with all this. We could easily deliver a live stream service for £8 per game. Might or might not make money. But also the big thing for me is the quality of service. You get sometimes a feed that drops out. You will get a feed that is sometimes not stable. Um, you'll get connection issues. You might get issues with the camera. You might get issues with the stream. You might get issues with all sorts. There's all sorts of challenges there. If you're paying £8 per game and you buy every game, that's £32 a month. That is a Sky Sports subscription, to put it bluntly and fairly. I'm not willing, yep. and I think Mark will agree with me, to charge the fort as £8 for a service that could break down. If we're, if, you, if we're charging you £8, we want a fully flung service with a HD stream, clear picture quality, and it is the best thing we can deliver you. Now, I'm not saying if someone didn't want to come along and sponsor Bees TV to turn itself into a live streaming solution for and pay for it so that we can put the games live on Facebook or on YouTube for completely free, not going to argue with that one at all. But if we're charging a supporter £8 per game, I want to make sure it's the best service that we can deliver. And right now, we cannot deliver that service for £8 per game. I think that's a fair thing to say, isn't it, Mark? That is a fair thing to say. And one other thing you touched on there is Bees TV. Whilst we're not streaming the games live, every game at the Hive, uh, every Bees game at the Hive is recorded. And those highlights will be out usually, sometimes the day after, and usually a couple of days after the game, um, and that's full HD highlights. So, you know, whilst we're not streaming the games, it's not like we're saying you can't see it unless you come. Of course, there'll be games that you can't get to at the Hive. Every supporter is going to find a game they can't get to. There's going to be something, you know, the wife's birthday. Is it worth falling out with the wife or do you go to that? If you go to the wife's birthday, you can still see those highlights. So, you know, we, we do have video output from the club. But as you say... If we are going to be charging people, in effect, a Sky Sports subscription, if you look at the multitude of sports that Sky will show for that subscription and you compare it to a three, three and a half hour live stream a week, within the constraints of the internet available within the rink, we would really struggle to get out a good quality, reliable, high definition stream. And that's where I think the issue is. We could do it. But then, if, like you say, if we're going to do it, we want it to be worth the price rather than, I'm so sorry the stream dropped out. I'm so sorry we lost the audio. I'm so sorry the video is pixelated. And, you know, those are the issues that we are consciously avoiding. Exactly. But there are still supporters who want something. 
And this is where our friends that are Mark and I will come in at the Bees Radio Network because we're delighted to announce that Games at the Hive next season will receive a live audio stream. This will be available via the Bees website. And most importantly of all about that, it is a completely free f-r-e-e service you will not have to pay a penny to listen to every game coming out of the hive next season it's a great deal i think it's a good way of uh, getting supporters to be able to stay in touch with the bees and 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 support their club and also for those fans who are going to be in the northern conference and who cannot make the away games it is a service available to you guys as well and it is completely free of charge it's worth saying free no matter where you're you're listening from whether you're a bees fan whether you're an away fan or whatever it is a hundred percent free, so you know even if it gets the 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 you know the crux end of the season, and it's uh, if the bees win, we're out type thing. Doesn't matter even if you're not a bee supporter or a supporter of either team involved in the game, you will be able to listen to this absolutely free. And it's it's quite unique in UK sports, certainly in UK ice hockey, is it to have this live audio commentary precisely and i think that's the point is it's it's a wonderful thing that we're putting together and yeah and for supporters it's the ease of access it's completely free you'll be able to be you'll be able to listen on your mobile devices you'll be able to listen on the internet you'll be able to listen on your computer it really is a multitude of options that we're putting together for you here However, there are some running costs that are associated with this and if you would like to support us in putting those running costs together we're going to be setting up a Patreon account. For those of you who don't know what Patreon is, it's basically a subscription service where you can sign up for, and we're going to be charging £5 per month. And basically, it's your way of returning a monthly subscription to us. And in that way, it will sort of, you you feel like you're part of the, I'm not subscribing this very well, it's very bad. Uh, you are getting a subscription service to us. Now, obviously, what we want to do is give, for those people who are wanting to give a little bit more, we want to give a little bit more back as well. It's a real, it's not just a case of you pay the £5 and you don't get anything. We want to do something back to you guys. So for everybody who signs up on the Patreon account for £5, we will be in return delivering you a podcast every week, a preview podcast. Looking forward to the Bees game that weekend, whoever it's against, but also other league uh, tidbits and all sorts of other stuff. And also diving also into our hockey histories at the end of the day. Uh, I've been around the sport. I grew up a Bracknell fan back in the Super League days and then moved down the cl- to the M3 and did many years at Basingstoke and have now come back to Bracknell as well. And Mark's got a very rich tapestry of history at Slough as well, it's fair to say. Well, yeah. I mean, I, like you, um, I started in Berkshire, although at the other side of Berkshire, did a few years in Basingstoke and now here I am at the Bees as well. And you know what? I mean, it's no secret. The end of Slough was tough um, and I did... I did debate in my own head whether I was done with the sport or not. And looking at it now, you know, I'm glad that I took the sensible option and stayed involved because otherwise, you know, I'd be missing out on a lot. You'd be missing out on the rebirth of the bees, I think it's fair to say. is probably the best way of describing it. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to put together this uh, podcast for you guys weekly. It'll have interviews in it. It'll have sections. Hopefully Doug's going to come on board. The directors are going to come on board. The players are going to come on board. And it's going to be something that we'll deliver as a thank you to those of you who do subscribe up to the Patreon account for £5 per month. 
Now, if you just want to listen to the audio feed, it's completely fine. We're not going to criticize you. We're not going to do anything like that. It's completely fine. If you just want to listen to the audio feed, you just want to take it for zero pound and zero pence every week and every month. Completely fine with us. Be our guest. We're delighted to be a guest in your household or on your mobile device. But if you do want to help give back a little bit, then there is going to be this Patreon account to help with the running of costs. It will cost five pound per month. If we get up our running costs and many of you subscribe, we'll be donating the service plus to the bees to help with the bees so all in all in some way whatever you, the five pound subscription you might make that money is getting uh, going into the bees either in supporting the bees radio network or in supporting the actual bees itself via a donation from the bees radio network it's a great deal i think it's and i'm certainly looking forward to it i think we've got a lot of content ideas between us about what we want to do over the season and the opportunities that we're going to have uh, and this is kind of the intro to it, I think, is the best way. So you, this one is is kind of the introduction to what we're going to be doing. Now, it is worth saying this is obviously a, a Bees product. The Bees Radio Network kind of gives it away. But as you say, this will be of interest to supporters up and down the country because, yes, we will be looking back at the Bees game that we just played. We'll be looking back, uh, looking forward to the Bees game and the Bees weekend that's coming up. But we'll also be taking a look around the league as well. So this is something that may or may not be of interest, therefore, this podcast and the subscription is something that may or may not be of interest to the fans from around the league as well, because we will be taking a look at news from around the league and results from around the league and potential table jostles and all that sort of thing as the season goes on. But the important thing to say is here, it is free. Bees Radio Network is free. There is the option of this Patreon subscription. And I know a lot of people will say, do you know what? I'll do that to support the club. In return for that, as you say, we will be giving this preview podcast every week as well. So in return for your kind support of the club, if you do decide to go down that route, then uh, you'll get to listen to the two of us every week, give you a review, a preview, and probably a bit of gibberish too. Probably a lot of gibberish. It's what I built my <laughs> career on, Mark. We all know that. Uh, so yeah, hope- <laughs> And mine too. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully you guys uh, will be joining us on the Patreon. We really do hope so, because we, and most importantly, join us every match night there is at the, the Hive. We'll be there. We'll be doing the commentary of each and every game. If, if my voice holds up, uh, I haven't done a full season of commentary in quite a few years. I'll be having uh, subscription services to VocalZone, I think, is going to be uh, the, the path of the course as we move forward into the new year i mean there are other solutions for keeping your voices but this is a family-friendly audience we uh, cannot possibly talk about those other substances that can help your liquid substances that can help your throat it's very much the uh, vocal zone no. although other good throat pastel suppliers are available if anybody wants to come on board um I think it's best we uh, we wrap this one up here because, we, we, as I say, it's the middle of August. The sun is still shining outside, amazingly, after the uh, rain of the past few days. But uh, I think we're, we're, we're really looking forward to the new campaign. It's a new opportunity for, for the club. It's a new opportunity in the league. And it's a new opportunity for us together on the Bees Radio Network. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to not just the season, you know, not just the commentary in that. But I think I'm looking forward to seeing year one growing into year two in Bracknell we've had a fantastic year one and it's all about taking it up a level now this new league we're going to see new teams that haven't visited the hive potentially of course with Lee's Chiefs they've never visited the hive before but we're going to see teams that we haven't seen for a couple of years it's oh, I think it's an exciting time to be involved in UK hockey now with the the new national league which is something that perhaps if we're honest we should have done two years ago when the EPL went down 
maybe this is something that we should have done two years ago, but I don't really think the infrastructure was ready for it now. It's ready now. We're going to see it kicking off in, um, well, under a month. We'll be uh, seeing those first challenge games. So, yeah, I think this is a really exciting time to be involved as a hockey fan and as a, a and as part of the Bees organisation as well. And there, Mark, giving away probably the topic of podcast number one, how we got to where we got to, the plotted history of the EPL and the NIHL, I think is the best way. And in podcast one, I'll give away the topic for podcast two. (laughs) Dare I say, this podcast might go on and on and on. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. And of course, most importantly of all, we are gearing up to the start of the new season and it all gets underway at the Hive on the 8th of September when we welcome along the the Swindon Wildcats for a pre-season challenge. Match. We follow up the next weekend on the 14th. It's the Saturday um, for that one. So it's Sunday the first weekend, Saturday the second weekend as we take on the Raiders. Really good chance to see how we'll stead ourselves for the season before the home opener the following Saturday, the 21st of September, against the Peterborough Phantoms. A chance of revenge following that defeat in the Southern Playoff final last year. It's going to be a cracking new season. Mark, thanks very much for joining me. Can I just say. Don't forget the new face-off times as well. If you are coming, obviously, to the uh, the Hive, make sure you're there in plenty of time. And if you are listening to the Bees Radio Network, there are new face-off times this season. 6.15 on a Saturday and 5.30 on a Sunday. So we will be live with your radio coverage. But obviously, uh, if you're going to be listening, you don't want to miss the uh, the start of the game on a Sunday by being there half an hour late. So 6.15 face-off on Saturday this year and 5.30 on Sundays at the high. And that's why you're the PR man, because you remember all the important stuff that I can play. <laughs> I just go, there's the fixtures. I don't think, oh yeah, the fixture times have changed. No, very important. In that case, find out further details on bracknellbees.com as well. And how can you find everybody for everything on social media? You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter and on Instagram. On Facebook and Twitter, we are uh, Bees Ice Hockey. And we are The Bracknell Bees on Instagram. And, of course, the website, bracknellbees.com. Mark, pleasure as ever. Looking forward to the season. Thank you, Graham. We'll speak soon, I'm sure. Indeed. And thank you very much to everybody for listening. Goodbye. Bees Radio Network. Live coverage of Bees Home Games. Bracknellbees.com.